0: everybody and welcome to the Bon Jovi Fan Podcast. Let me begin by saying that I touched on today's topic back in my first episode titled 2023 in recap. So you may want to listen to that one and then come back here if you haven't already. We're a few weeks into 2024 so now is a good time to talk about the exciting stuff in store for this momentous year. Let me begin by reminding you that there are a few things we know for sure will happen. The band has been planning all this for a couple of years, and they've given fans some hints about how they're going to celebrate. One thing we know is that they went to Nashville this past fall to record some new music. Phil X revealed this via a podcast interview in mid-October, just before he and the others headed to Tennessee. He said that John had written songs and they'd done some pre-production in Jersey. We don't know yet what this music will be like or when exactly it will come out, but it's probably reasonable to assume that they'll release it sometime next year, right? I don't know how long it takes to make an album. If you frequently visit the band's website or social media pages, then you probably see when they release new merchandise on the site, and you probably noticed something big in November. The first fortieth anniversary items are officially available to order. You can buy a special 2024 calendar and a Bon Jovi themed Monopoly game from Bonjovi.com. Both include a new variant of the Heart and Dagger. It's silver and has a big number 40 in the middle. These items are just the beginning of the epic celebration. Another thing you can see on the band's website is that the fan club has been unjoinable for a while. That's because they're working on a new version of it that will probably be available soon. I'm not sure exactly how long this has been true, but I first saw it last March. There's a notice on the site about this, specifically in the JBJ Experience section, that lets us know what's going on and calls the one to come an experience like never before. There's something else of note that was just announced a couple days ago. April 26th, we'll see the release of a four-part docuseries called Thank you, good night, the Bon Jovi story. Unfortunately, this is only available on Hulu, so those of us who don't have that service and don't want to buy a subscription just to watch one thing won't see it. I fall into that category, so I won't be able to tell you everything about it, even after it releases, but feel free to check it out if you'd like. There's one more elephant in the room that needs to be addressed. 2023 saw a lot of speculation, rumors, and clickbait that suggested Richie might return to Bon Jovi. Fans don't have a true answer yet, and a lot of what's on the internet about this distorts the truth. If you're looking for real information, be picky about which articles or videos you trust. There is one thing I just found out from a reliable news source, though, and it's that he plans to attend John's Person of the Year awards ceremony on February 2nd. It's not known yet whether he'll be performing or just a guest. Other than that, all I can definitively say is that Richie is totally up for this, and he said that he and John are, and I quote, talking about it. Let me put an important disclaimer here. That was the end of the confirmed facts. The rest of this episode is about, as the title suggests, what I predict will happen this year. Like I mentioned earlier, I'm guessing they'll release whatever it is that they recorded sometime this year or maybe 2025 at the latest. Again, I don't know how long it takes to make an album, but I'm already awaiting all the promo stuff. I'm wondering all kinds of things from what the cover will look like to how many tracks will be on it to what kind of feel they're going with. In my first episode, I discussed a couple of possibilities for this. 16th regular studio album, new box set, or reimagined hits. I'm not completely outruling the latter two, but my prediction is definitely new album. I don't have any overly specific theories about what the songs will be like, but I am curious to see how the band's previous albums have influenced this music, particularly 2020 because it's the most recent and one of the most deep. As for Richie Sambora, I'm not strongly leaning either way as to whether or not it will happen. I know that it could, but I'm not certain it will. No one is. My guess here is that he and John are in talks like he said, but even they're not totally sure yet. Then again, knowing that Richie is about to support John as he receives a special award makes me a little suspicious that they are planning to go on tour together or something. I'm thinking that if they are in fact going to reunite, it'll be kept secret for as long as possible until it actually happens. And now on to a different subject, the fan club. I've been excited for this since I saw the notice, and I've also come up with my own theories. Of course, we should still get concert ticket presales and discounts on merchandise. I'm assuming we'll also have access to lots of exclusive digital content like we did before, and that they'll keep adding new stuff often. In fact, I bet we'll have all the same benefits we did with the experience, but even better versions of them, and some new ones, too. Like I said earlier, I probably won't be watching the documentary, thanks to the stupidity of streaming services, but I have some thoughts about it nonetheless. One thing that was mentioned in an ABC Audio News article is, quote, All past and present members of the band provided their full cooperation. That really makes me curious about how Alec John Such was incorporated into this. In case you didn't already know, he passed away in June of 2022, so... Either they completed all of the interview filming before his death, or they only used archive footage of him. I'm wondering if it might be kind of like Access All Areas, A Rock and Roll Odyssey, which was focused entirely on the New Jersey tour and included on the DVD that comes with the box set version of that album. The title Thank You Goodnight concerns me, though, because it sounds like one of two things. Either a careless and poor choice of words, or the worst option, a hint that the band is soon going to announce their retirement. Although, I doubt it's the second, knowing that John wants to keep singing for many years to come. There's one thing I haven't mentioned at all yet that I predict will happen. A tour! I'm pretty sure they always do that for new albums. The only exceptions I know of are Burning Bridges and 2020 for obvious reasons, but they had planned one for the latter. Tickets for that went on sale in January, about the same time the album was announced. I'm not saying we'll be visiting Ticketmaster this month, But we should keep an eye out for any kind of news from the band. My speculation is that when they announce the new album, a tour announcement might be right behind it or vice versa. Although, I doubt they'll start selling tickets until after they launch the new fan club. That way they can do a pre-sale just for its members in addition to any other pre-sale they might have. Speaking of sales, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they made more special anniversary merchandise. I bet they'll at least make a t-shirt or two and maybe a mug or some other stuff. If they do indeed go on tour this year, I strongly suspect we'll get some new shirts and stuff to go along with that, as well as for the new record. I also have to wonder if there's other stuff planned that hasn't even been teased yet. I've discussed a few different possibilities throughout this episode, but there may very well be more that the public doesn't know anything about. Before I move on, I want to remind you that this section is my own theories, not anything official. I'm just a fan who's curious and excited to see what next year has in store for the band. And now that I've gone through what we already know about this year and what I'm speculating, all that's left to discuss is what I hope will happen. One of the things I love about John is that he really knows how to get us fans excited. I've been eagerly anticipating the new music ever since I found out in October that they were about to go to Nashville to record it. I liked hearing Christmas Isn't Christmas last year, and even though it's a little different because the band doesn't usually do holiday songs, I think it sounded good. I also like most of the songs on 2020. They did a decent job of keeping it socially conscious rather than political. It's mostly as objective as possible, and it's about telling real stories, not complaining about the government. My only concern with this new music is that they might have made a political album this time. I hope not, and honestly, I doubt it. I'm looking forward to hearing whatever they recorded, and I'm not worried about that. I'm confident that the band will live up to the awesomeness of their previous 15 records. Although nothing has been announced yet, I really want a tour. I loved the show I went to in 2022, and I've been dying to see them again since I left the arena. But I really want John's voice to hold up, too. I thought they were all fantastic when I saw them, but even then, I can't deny that his vocals were not at their peak. This isn't even a complaint, but I hope that he's able to keep singing his heart out and selling out stadiums both now and for many years to come. I'll still happily listen to him and have lots of fun, even if he sounds off, but I know that people complain online and that it could lead to decreasing ticket sales. I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole of possible things to worry about, but I don't think I could have gone without mentioning that either. I know he loves his job and his fans, and he doesn't let us down. I'll just leave it at that. And, of course, I also hope there are no unforeseen circumstances, like pandemics, that require them to cancel it. I want them to be able to play all over the world with just as big of a tour as they usually do. Oh, and they better come within a reasonable driving distance for me. One thing that would certainly be cool is getting to see Richie on this tour. Well, I could actually go either way here. Again, it would be neat if he came back to the band, but I won't be upset if he doesn't. I kind of hope that... If it does happen, it's a total surprise until the fans see him on stage or until the album credits are made public if he's on it. That just seems like something they would do. And of course, I hope it goes really well if he does come back. Regardless of whether he temporarily returns just for this year or permanently joins the band again, or even if he doesn't come back at all, I wish him and the band all the best for this huge anniversary celebration. And now to change the tune, pardon the pun, I'm excited for the new fan club. We still don't really know anything about it yet, but I don't doubt that it really will be bigger and better than ever. There's one thing in particular that I really want again, though, and that's the four boxes a year of exclusive merchandise and pictures and stuff. Although, I don't think they'd take that part away unless there was some kind of issue with the previous ones that I haven't heard about. Anyway, it would also be cool to see all of the band members get involved in it. I have no problem with it being focused on John, especially since he's my favorite of the group, but I'd like to hear commentary and insight from the others too. As I mentioned in my first episode, my only concern here is that they may increase the membership price significantly, but I don't see that happening. Lastly, I hope they can launch it soon. Well, we're back to talking about the documentary. Even though I probably won't see it, I have a couple of hopes. One is that it doesn't criticize the band any more than what's absolutely necessary. I'm afraid there will be unpleasant things revealed about them that we as fans might not want to know. We look up to these guys! I want this to be something that, even when it shows us their flaws, it still stays true to what we know and love about Bon Jovi. It would be really stupid and disappointing if they had just made this an expose or criticism. My other hope, which is kind of similar, is that they didn't use anything false. From what I know, it's not too hard to twist a narrative, create and insert fake footage, or use AI instead of real people and have viewers convinced that it's real. In particular, I will be upset if I find out that they tried to recreate Alex's voice with AI or any of the others to make it sound like they said things they didn't actually say. This has been done recently to multiple musicians without their consent including some who are no longer alive like John Lennon. I hope that the band being involved has helped prevent that from happening. This podcast isn't about artificial intelligence, but that absolutely needed to be brought up. All I have left to say on that subject or about the documentary is don't mess with Bon Jovi. I honestly haven't thought much about special merchandise as I've been focused on the new music, the new fan club, the potential tour and the potential reunion. So, I guess my only wish for this is that they make some really neat 40th anniversary items and that none of them cost ridiculous amounts of money. I can't think of any other specific things I want them to do, but I hope we get more stuff that hasn't even been announced or teased yet. Maybe another box set? I think it's awesome that they're planning such a huge celebration and I can't wait to be a part of it all as one of their many, many fans. And, of course, I'll keep you guys updated. In fact, I edited this script after finishing what would have been the episode to include some very recent news. Thank you for listening, and be sure to follow the Bon Jovi Fan Podcast wherever you're hearing it right now so that you don't miss any future episodes. If you're on Spotify, feel free to answer my polls and questions, too. That's all for this episode, so rock on!